This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. So, Brad, I want to actually think talk a little bit more about this notion of. So, you're not super impressed with augmented reality. What are some of the 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 most interesting and important cultural trends, maybe there's a few of them, that marketers just must pay attention to that you've identified in the latest version of the Almanac? The subscription economy, I think, is interesting to me um, and something that we have been studying throughout the year. Mm. And when I talk about the subscription economy, um, I'm talking about like the dollar shave clubs of the world or... Or Stitch uh, Fix. Sorry, what? Or Stitch Fix. Is that the one? Is that the one with the clothes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They they actually you get like a a fashion. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. Use a lot of data, and they try to give you a new box each each time. That's oh. really go, going to your taste. Oh, interesting. Uh, How do they know my taste, Barbara? Because they look at all the data and okay. they look at what you've chosen. <laughs> and, so they compare me. They have some way to reference me against people in their database that they I, think are I like guess, me. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm super unique, though. So that's going to be a pretty hard <laughs> yeah, thing to do. Yeah, pretty hard to find a, a hip hop professor <laughs> there in you Stitch have it. Box. Stitcher. That's interesting. But and you pe- know, it's interesting that you're saying that about subscription models because some people think that they're really good at beginning, but they're hard at keeping mm. the customers over time. Mm. And are you thinking, yeah. what do you think about, you know, like Dollar well, Shave I Club, it, I could see, but some of the others, like some of these others, they're really worried about that people are starting with it, but then they abandon it. And Stitch Fix is one of the ones they're talking about oh, like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'm more interested in terms of like the media space, right? Uh, because, you know, if you look at the trends in the last year, these newer digital media companies, let's call them pure play media companies like the Refinery 29s and yeah. the Vices. Right. Um, and even Mashable, Mashable Close Shop. Mashable is the tech mm. trend digital media company. Mm-hmm. And Vice, you know, I mean, they are valued, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars less than they were valued at um, and are about to fire 15% of the workforce. Mm. And Refinery 29, I think, was 10% of the workforce. So, huh. you know, these were all companies that were relying on advertising, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, all the advertising went to Facebook and Google. And the other problem is that they were, you know, they, they were flush in the sense that they were spending less on written content and more on video, which is really expensive. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like the branding and the advertising world, uh, obviously media has not been a, you know, a, a great way of, uh, of promoting your brand. Um, I mean, look at also the, the cultural trend of Netflix, right? I mean, they have zero advertising. Um, so what's happening is that if you're going to be viable as like a digital or even a print publication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or of course, a uh, uh, television, you know, more visual media publication. They're hoping that people will pay for their content through a recurring revenue stream. And like you were saying, yes, the Dollar Shave Club could be you know, uh, very important to somebody because you're going to always need razors, but also media, if you're really into it, you're always going to want that content. Now, the question is, is the content good enough? And then New York Magazine, who just announced yesterday that they're going to go behind a dynamic paywall, right? That's the type of paywall when you see something in a newsletter and you press the link and then all of a sudden it says you can't read this mm-hmm. unless you're an exclusive member. Mm-hmm. Well, 
you know, more and more publications are going that way because they have to. And they also saw from the New York Times, which has succeeded at it, uh, that, you know, they could do it too. So the question is, um, will they work or is there now going to be an explosion of subscription-only media companies that are going to have to rely again on advertising? That's number one. And number two, my prognostication is the answer is yes. Because if you look at media from the beginning of time, they had both. They had subscription and they had advertising. So we're just going through like a weird cycle right now. But hmm. the good thing is, is that we're getting people to pay for content again. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I've noticed like CBS and NBC and stuff. You can watch some shows yeah. for free online. But if you want to watch something that's a little out of date, you got to pay. And that's like that's a station that has advertising. It's broadcast network. Yeah. And you're still paying subscription for that. That was really surprising to me when that started to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, Amazon's yeah. going into this game, too, in this mm. media thing. But, you know, you just buy your prime and then you get Amazon media and Amazon content. Well, that's a big problem for the media business, too, if you really step back and look at it. I mean, for Amazon, you know, media is not a commodity. Media for them is a branding mechanism to keep people on the platform. And to collect data, yeah. Mm-hmm, data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, another big thing, the trend that, you know, we've been think, looking at is visual search, right? And, uh, you know, like you take a photo, you could actually do it on Amazon. Oh, right. Uh, take a photo and then the product will pop up, right? So. Mm-hmm. Take a, a photo of a box of Cheerios, and the Cheerios will go in your box, right? Mm. Same thing if you ask Alexa for a box of Cheerios, they'll put in your cart. However, and not, not to shift gears here, it, uh, you know, voice systems have not been mm. used successfully as like a, a commerce platform. It's more just like for a question and answer what the weather is. Although that Alexa is going to change but, that for sure. Yeah, totally. The, uh, Alexa totally. is being built to change that. Interesting. But in terms of visual search, imagine this. It's like, or, or visual uh, recognition. Let's just look and say that. So imagine this. You're watching an Amazon Prime show. And somebody is in the scene and, and wearing a beautiful, beautiful red dress. And then on the same platform, you'll be able to see um, what that dress is because huh. they have that identification. And then you could just buy it on the spot. Wow. So, I mean, if you really think about it, media is media a commodity or is media just going to be used as an avenue to get people to buy? Well, I mean, a lot of the like Net-A-Porter started that way. Refinery29, as you already mentioned, also did that. The idea of media content that sells product Mm. emerges, you know, media and retail and advertising. Interesting. All in one thing. And and people are okay with this? I mean, (laughs) in some senses, I, I, I think about... You know, if there is, and maybe this is not the case, Brad, but if there is a, a, the desire to have psychological separation between, okay, I'm sitting down to be entertained, I'm not really in, you know, I want to be shopping mode, you know, is, or those things are just becoming just, those, that line is just being blurred here, and that's going to be what the trend is. What are your thoughts? <sighs> I mean, I'm hoping that... I mean, people are already distracted. I mean, people in movie theaters are using their cell phones, right? That's mm-hmm. the worst version of it, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, I would hope that people would sit back and, and, and want to watch an entire movie or binge watch a television show or, or whatever it is without having an impulse of doing anything else. Like, I, uh, you know, uh, what, what is it? Uh, what did, what did uh, Microsoft call the term? Like content grazing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I heard at a Microsoft event 
you know, where you're watching TV and you're checking your emails and you're buying things at the same time. I do think uh, we are, and again, uh, Americas, you know, our quarterly publication, also called the Zeitgeist, that we could get on our website, zeitgeist.com. Uh, <laughs> we, we have a chapter in there called The Digital Paradox, right, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, emblematic of the moment that we're in where people are finally seeing the, the negative uh, qualities of technology, Right. And mm-hmm. like not only in what's happening with Facebook and Google and privacy concerns and hacking and and, you know, that whole thing, but also in terms of uh, mental illness and mm-hmm. distraction and right. and anti I mean, highest suicide rates ever for teenagers. Mm. Um, and they're just, you know, on their phone and having social media anxiety and and uh, and FOMO that. You know, I think people are craving a way to escape. Mm. And now people are using headspace to escape, right? But back in, you know, in the 1920s, right? Um, you know, actually the 1930s after the stock market crash and things were really, really dismal. What did people do to escape? They went to the movies. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm hoping not that we're going to get into it it again, but I'm hoping that people are just going to love, 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 like experiencing content in a focused way. And that is happening. I mean, look how popular Netflix is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So let me ask you, we have just a few minutes left um, or even less than that. But yes. you got any predictions for a holiday season? Oh, what? nice. Right, right. Well, uh, well, Amazon basically said that their revenue will be lower for some reason, but consumer confidence is at, a, at an all-time high. So um, I'm thinking it's going to be very, very positive because I think people are in a spending mood. Hmm. Um, they, you know, it has been tough for so many people in this past year. Um, and you know, I have a lot of friends and my thoughts are with them right now in yeah. Los Angeles. Well, yeah, that's uh, true yeah, with that's the true. fires so, and all of yeah, that. Yeah, with the fires and... You know, Brad, uh, we're running out of time here, so... So thank I think, you. I think positive. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. That's positive the way thoughts. we want to end. Just, thank uh, you yeah, so much exactly. for joining us tonight. It was great to have you and I hope you'll join us again. And if you're interested in keeping up with what's happening with Brad, ha- head to Zeitguide. Dot com or follow him on Twitter at Brad Grow. That's- For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.